The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. This is Elizabeth Larkin from the Hartford, and I'm here with Gene Marks, who is an, the owner of the Marks Group. Yes. A small business owner. Yes. And our small business expert. But I'm not young. And we're talking about recruiting young talent. <laughs> we're not trying to recruit baby boomers. Or sorry, you're a Gen Xer. Yeah, um, it's kind of between, yeah, is it Gen yeah. X? Between baby boomers and the M word. Yeah, right? the M word. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to talk about millennials today at all. Right. I don't want to even bring up the word. You brought up the word. And I didn't even want it. Well, or Gen to, Z. Or yeah. It's just whatever. It's just we, we want to talk about some thoughts on recruiting younger employees. Yes. And that is encompasses everybody. No labels. OK, great. So after we hear from our sponsor, we are going to talk to Gene about he goes how he goes about doing this at his small business. And I'll tell you a little bit about what the Hartford does, because I think. That might actually be interesting to some small business owners. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. So the first thing that a big company like The Hartford does is the Hartford to recruit younger people. So let's say people under the age of 30, like recent college graduates. Um, we do a lot of community and, and giving here okay. at the Hartford. Okay. And we really put that at the forefront of our recruitment because that's something that's very, very important to people. Hugely important. Under I the agree. age of 30 yes. is what kind of company am I signing up to work for? Is this an ethical company? Do they give back to the community? Do they care about... Um, different cultural groups, ethnic groups, and the Hartford does. So we really put that at the forefront of all of our recruiting. And it's, 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 um, so you bring up a great point and let, let's actually expand on that a little bit, because again, putting aside, you know, uh, uh, labels on generations, um, younger generations, younger people want to work for companies that are, um, that are socially conscious and giving back. They, in report after work, report, study after study, that's what they like to do. And companies like the Hartford are responding. It is, you know, um, other companies like, um, you know, salesforce.com. I mean, I'll mention them. They offer paid time off like five days a year paid time off for volunteer work. Yeah, the Hartford and, does as well. Right, and they give money. Do you guys do this offer? They, they, Salesforce gives money to a charity of your choice. Each employee gets to pick yep. a charity yep. and then Salesforce. So, I mean, a lot of the big companies you know, mimic each other in some of these benefits. Yeah. But I got news for you. It's they're doing it for a reason. And so how could a small business do that? So I mean, not that obviously you don't have the same capital. No, you, you don't. don't have but you know same. what? I think that you you borrow those same ideas from the big companies and then you just tailor them to what you can afford. So okay, you can't afford to give five days off a year for volunteer you can give work. One. Can you give one or even a half day? You know what I mean? So even just doing that is a really good story to tell. And like, all right, so you can't afford to give a thousand dollars to all of your employees to their favorite charity how about 50 bucks or even 100 bucks to their favorite charity it, it's i think it's just important to show that you think it's important yeah on their birthday they get hundred dollars you make a donation in their name absolutely too. and people you know people are really into that you know what i mean i have a you know it's funny i you know um different employees expect to see like different things you know and younger but my son just started at pwc which is like 
Waterhouse is a big accounting firm. Like they are, besides the pay time off stuff, which we can talk about, but they have like a really interesting health and wellness plan, which I bet you the Hartford does too. And it's one where like, I don't know, everybody has an app. And if you eat certain ways, that a certain number of steps or whatever, yep. at the end of the year, they get a few hundred bucks back, whatever. Younger employees love that stuff. Well, bringing it back to community and giving, though, first, before you move on to that. If you're a small business owner, you're probably already doing some of these things and you're just not talking about it in your recruitment strategy. So let's say like there's an annual like 5K walk to end like hunger in your town or city or something. And you're one of the sponsors. That's just something you want to put out there to potential candidates. Like you're already doing these things. Couldn't agree with you more. And the thing with that is that that's actually great advertising for you at the same time. So let me expand on that. And let's stay on the topic of community. So I have some clients that not only do that, but they make a big deal about it. Now, 80% of the internet now or sometime in the near future is like video driven. Yep. Younger generations consume their content primarily via video even more than the written word nowadays. So every company has got to have some type of video presence. I don't care how big or small that you are, whether it's even on Instagram. I think for, you're scaring all of our listeners. Well, no, no, no. I mean, you know, whether you have, you have a YouTube site, you have a, you know, an Instagram page, something on your Facebook, people need to have some type of video presence. Now, we talk about giving back to the community and advertising that when you go to the, you know, to the the, the, the picnic that you're sponsoring, the, the church, you know, breakfast, the, you know, the not-for-profit or whatever, somebody should be videoing snippets of that and you should be posting it onto your YouTube or your Facebook or even if you have an Instagram as well. You know, I have one client that, you know, when the employees go out and do volunteer work, they ask that the employees take selfies mm-hmm. from wherever they are, you know, a little either little videos or, you know, just a photo. And then they post that on their website as well. And the reason why is this. You've got customers that visit your website and it gives them a good idea of the kind of culture that your company has. But perspective Prospective employees. I mean, yeah, they find out about your company. Where's the first place they're going to go is to your website. And they're like, wow, look at these guys. They're like very community conscious and driven and their employees are out at these events and all. It's like it it draws a younger audience in. So I think video is very, very important. To advertise if, what if you're you doing. don't have the capabilities to do video and whatnot. I, mean, I don't believe that. <sighs> I don't believe that. I, I, I Come on. I mean, it's you don't have a phone. People don't have like a, an iPhone. You well, can't take a like short a video. What is accounting firm going to do? They're going to have a YouTube channel? Yes. Yes. They're going to have a YouTube channel. It? Do you want it? It's it's free to set up a YouTube panel, channel. It's it's simple to just have a link to it With on your website. just like a yearly video of like the fun No, because I think what sponsor? you do is if you set up a YouTube channel, I think somebody in your office should be saying, listen, we want to have uh, at least once a month some type of video that's contributed to our YouTube channel. 12 years all we're asking. And maybe that video is just we ask for a client testimony or we speak to the, the head of the our, our, our owner talking about the trends in the accounting industry or giving a tax tip a month and we include our employees when they're out on some volunteer activity mm-hmm. or whatever. It's not that hard to fill up a YouTube channel with five or ten minute videos to make it something to look at. And then I think again people go people expect to see this nowadays Elizabeth. I really do think so. So regardless of whether you <laughs> have a YouTube channel or not, you want to attacking you. You yeah. want to put your um well, I feel like we're talking about just putting your best foot forward with like we, you know, give donate to charities, we sure. support like our employees like volunteering and that kind of stuff. That might that in itself might be a huge shift for some of our listeners. So to then pile on them and be like, and you need to have a YouTube channel. I'll, I'm going to argue and say, I don't think we're piling on. I don't think that's a big deal. And I got news for you. It is. Um, you got a lot of news for us. Today. Well, it's 2000. <laughs> I got a lot of news. But it's, you know, it's 2018. 
keen. And I think that um, this is the kinds of things. This is a conversation about attracting younger employees. Yep. So this is the kind of stuff that companies are doing. To wrap this section up, the first thing you need to do is just put your best foot forward. You're probably already doing a lot of this stuff. So just make sure on your careers page or whatever you have on your website, in your job descriptions, you know, the Marks Group is a community focused, like, you know, we do these things, even in your job descriptions. Sure, you organization have a little, that we support, things yeah. we're passionate about. Yeah. Sure. You definitely want to get that out there in front of people. You also definitely want to have a YouTube channel where you you're advertising these things. Yeah, you do. You really do. Um, and then so after... By the way, your Facebook page as well. A lot of people do Facebook only. Yeah. So you can, you can be putting that on your Facebook page. Oh, absolutely. Videos. Yeah. It's fun. Definitely. Um, yeah. Actually, I was thinking about my dentist who I talk about all the time because I just think they're such a great small business. Do they business. have a Facebook page? Do they have... They have a Facebook page. They have nothing on it. They have nothing on there. Right. But they do have all over their office like... You know, we support this like locals, like they sponsor a softball team, like a girls softball team. Sure. They sponsored like they have those things around sure. the office. See, now, so. If I was that dentist, I would be hiring like a high school kid or a college kid for just a couple hours a week. And then just saying, you know, listen, every week I want like, it's like a five minute video, mm -hmm. interview one of our patients or interview one of our dentists or, you know, come, we're going to be at this event or whatever. take out just a five minute with your iPhone. And then you post it up there. I just think yep. it makes it so much more fun. And if you're looking at dentists, um, it just, it brings in the community a lot more. I think it's, I don't think it's not just a fun thing to do anymore. I think it's essential for a small business. I really don't. Okay. I don't care if my dentist has videos <laughs> on their <laughs> okay. Well, that's because you're, no, you're not a 20-year-old or a 25-year-old okay. anymore. I'm going to ask our editor, audience. Hannah, if she cares Good. if her dentist yes. has a you YouTube ask channel and Hannah, you, you know what to answer. Okay. okay, so summarizing so far, <laughs> we've got put your best foot forward yes. with what you're doing in your community and for your community. Yes. Um. The next one you were you talking about. You want to attract young people. We're talking about benefits and um, the, the biggest benefit that, that everybody wants nowadays is flexibility. And, and, you know, you talk about time off. I don't know if it's necessarily time off. It's just it's just flexibility in your schedule. I mean, how dare these younger generations wanting to have a better balance in their life and wanting to spend more Everyone time with their family? Everyone wants that. How dare they? Everyone wants that. Everybody wants that. And the companies that are able to provide that are the ones that attract the younger workers. Now, if you're talking, you, we got to define younger a lot of companies. I have another client actually in New Jersey who right now, small business, like 30 employees, they are right now outsourcing a daycare with like a local provider of That's it for their- an awesome benefit. Right. For their existing employees and because they're trying to attract new employees and people, you know, they're having kids. It's a huge so issue. So what do they do? They- they They're paying like, a, I forget the name of the daycare they facility. Subsidize they subsidize it. it. Yeah. Okay. And they're, they're paying for the daycare. Um, and by the way, there's tax. We won't get into the details. That's another conversation. But there's tax benefits for doing that as well. You can get deductions for doing it and whatever the employee pays. A lot of times people don't realize they can get a credit- for dependent care. So you can make it like almost free for the employee and a tax benefit for the employer or you. Um, and then it's just, you know, so you're recruiting that person and you're like, if you have young kids or you're expecting to have young kids, we got you covered. Cool. You know what I mean? We've got that's daycare great, and that's great. a really popular. Now other companies give lots of time off for new parents. You know I mean? Netflix gives a year of time off. I bet you Hartford, I'm sure, has got a great, you know, well, you know, so Netflix, Bank of America <laughs> does, all these other different companies have, you know, all these, uh, they pay time off for new parents in particular. Um, you know, they're, they're, they make it, you know, it's not a gender thing. It's not it's just new parents 
And that's a really sought after benefit now, for what younger about employees. Benefits for people that don't have kids. Like, let's say you're 23. You're probably not you're not planning on having kids until you're like in your late 30s. So um, companies, what's also probably this is still down that sort of paid time off route is sabbaticals. So uh, companies like to say, listen, if you come and you work with us for five years, we'll pay you for six months and you go off and learn how to paint. And do you think that's like something you do with the Marks Group? That's not something that I don't think I would offer that kind of that kind of benefit. Um, we don't. My employees are older. So you, you, you introduced this about bringing on younger employees. Mm -hmm. And I'm struggling with that because I brought on a couple of younger employees in the past, uh, mostly for marketing stuff. And I've been failing with them. And it's causing me as full time employees. Yeah, as employees. And yeah. And, and I've been failing with them. And, and I don't I, they're they're. Um, um, I, and I am not, I am not going to blame them or their generation or any of that other stuff that I hear. It's me. If I was doing a better job and providing a better, more challenging, more flexible work environment, um, I think I could hold on to more of those employees. I've got to do a better job at doing that. Talking about benefits though, got me thinking about again, back to the job description, because mm -hmm. when you're writing your, and we've talked about writing job descriptions before, when you're writing the job description, you have to tell people what the benefits for them are going to be working for you. Yeah. So for instance, you have to talk about like, yeah, we want all these skills, but think about like, we don't just want like um, marketing skills. You need to have, you know, so many years experience in marketing. Right. You say you're going to sharpen your marketing school. Agreed. Agreed. We will provide position. you, um, we will provide you training and certifications that will elevate your marketing skills. Yeah. Um, we are a company that is socially conscious and, and, and prides itself on giving back yeah. to the community. Um, we're a company that believes that, um, employees should spend a good balanced amount of time home with their families. And we encourage our employees that you're that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that, right. And employees looking at saying, wow, this is the kind of company that I want to work for. And like for. a 23 year old is thinking, I just got out of college, maybe. Mm. I've got a ton of debt, yep. as most college graduates another do. Another benefit is student loan repayments. Student loan repayments, expensive, a little help though. with that yep. is expensive. Yep. Um, but when they're thinking about having flexibility, they're not necessarily thinking about like, I want to spend more time at home with my family. They're thinking like, I want to be able to travel. Right. I want to like travel with my friends. I right. want to do this. I want to do that. Maybe they want to have a side hustle on the side. It's possible. And there's nothing wrong with that. Or maybe they just want to work from home or work yeah. in a coffee shop that day. or Because this is, again, and this we can all be mobile and do that. Now, there are some industries where you just can't do that. I mean, I, yeah. I speak to a lot of manufacturing groups and, you know, and they struggle because they're looking for bodies on the floor running yeah. machines. That and was my, I was going to say, how do those people yeah, do Or that, a retail though? store and you've got people. Restaurant. You know, yeah. And there's, there. if I had a silver bullet for that, I'd love to share it with you, but I don't because I've heard people try everything. I have one guy was telling me that you work, he has shifts. It's like a nurse. You work on the floor for like three, 10 hour shifts or three, 12 hour shifts a week. And then you have the next four days off, which wow. to me, well, that, that kind of sounds like a good yeah. deal. And he's like, and I still, can't, you know, I still lose people and I wow. still get, you know, like he's, he, they, they, people are, you know, we offer the whole new parents thing. And then, you know, you can't add that flexibility and mobility as much as, as service firms can. So different industries definitely do struggle. 
um, with those kinds of things. The problem is, is that um, you have, um, it's a generational shift right now. And you have a lot of generations that um, are, they, they, they don't want to get their hands dirty and work on the floor. They, you know, they, they want to try their hands at other stuff. They want to work at great companies like the Hartford, yeah. you know, but um, I, sometimes I tell my clients, um, just be patient because they do come back. Yeah. Oh, you, know? Definitely. I mean, like, yeah. you know, they just, they learn that working for mom and dad isn't so bad or that this is a nice little business and there isn't, there's nothing wrong with a hard day's work yeah. and getting dirty, you know, on the machine floor. And that's why so many small businesses like manufacturers are trying to get, I think it was called the blue wave. Like they want to hire retirees out right. of retirement because right. right. those people have absolutely no problem standing yep. on a line. All and they're day. retrofitting their, their shops to accommodate that they're putting shelves lower they're literally making like like pads, you know what I mean, around some people for their creaky knees and their, you know, and chairs are lower to the ground. I'm telling you, that's a lot of companies are retrofitting themselves to accommodate an older generation of workers. But for the younger generation, I mean, there's just, you know, now there's there's a whole generation of people that are they have addiction issues or substance abuse issues or whatever. So um, there are some companies that invest in in those kinds of people and, and you know, we'll we'll pay for treatment or we'll 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 work with whatever facility that you're in um, to try and get you back into the workforce. Yeah. And then you find it depends on the person, but you find that when you get that right person who then catches, um, they tend to be loyal, more yeah. loyal, you know, for the long term. Um, than just the typical person that comes in and out. So these are all, I mean, again, you know, if you're listening to this, no, there's no one answer to any of these questions. These are, we're just sharing ideas of things that other business owners have done um, to try and attract those younger people and then keep them around. So my final idea is to partner with a local college to start hiring people while they're in college for right. a part-time job. A lot of companies just can't find the skilled workers they need right. graduating from college. So doing a... I don't know what you'd call that. Like, especially, I think this would work really well for those manufacturers. Like, you have people come in and do an apprenticeship yes, or something. Yes, co-ops when or internships. Co-ops, yeah, yeah that's when exactly they're in what college. You know. Now, beware, if you're going to do a co-op or an internship, you got to pay. Mm-hmm. Okay, these aren't free Well, things. they're doing work, right? Yeah, they're doing work, and you got to bring them in. You can evaluate them that way. And colleges are big time into that. And do not be snobby about the kinds of colleges. You will absolutely get just as qualified a worker and good a person from the community colleges versus the Ivy Leagues. I mean, trust me, you know, don't leave it at that. But I think that's a great idea. And and you want to try and bring kids in on work programs um, where they can learn and then you can kind of develop them. Um, Again, it's just the the thing that you have, I think that you have to realize, I've realized this is um, the whole point of being young is that you are more free and have more flexibility and the you know your life is out in front of you and along with that means that you're probably not going to have it's very rare if ever like a kid's going to join you at the age of 22 and he's still going to be working for you at 42 yeah yeah i mean people they want to check out the world and check out new jobs and new opportunities so i think you have to go into a relationship with that at, like don't take it so personally when that employee leaves you to do something else yeah. It's just that's that's what you're going to get and as a generation, which means that maybe going after young employees isn't the right idea. Maybe going after people that are you know, midway through life or, you know, or, or, or stay at home moms that can be brought into the office to do different things. Or, you know, maybe that's a more stay-at-home stable stay at home dads. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, it, that might be a more stable um, answer for you. 
So these are all choices. So we're wrapping (laughs) we're like wrapping it up with maybe these PE, maybe you don't even want these. (laughs) Yeah, no. Who needs them? They seem like a big pain. Okay, so to wrap that up, the first thing was to really emphasize your community and giving and advertise the community. Advertising it is in in many places as you can in your office, in your job descriptions, on your YouTube channel or social media. Emulate big companies and come up with your own version of that. It doesn't have to be as lucrative, but something close to it. Think about your benefits. What could you do that would give you a tax break, Mm -hmm. but would be really great for your employees? That's correct. And there are, and again, that's another conversation. I've been talking about this actually, uh, doing some presentations on all these tax breaks that companies aren't even aware well, why don't we are do an out episode there. On that? We absolutely should. Okay. We had to do more than, more than one episode, actually. And then the third idea we had is to work directly with our local colleges. Correct. And if we didn't, if we forgot to mix that in there, PTO, paid time off is a oh, big yeah. thing. So yeah. particularly for new parents, you yeah. know, daycare for new parents. These are the younger generation. That's what they're paying back student loans. These are big, big things. Definitely. And then finally, we just decided maybe you don't even want to work with these young people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got kids that age, you know, avoid them. We'll be back with a word of brilliance from Gene. Did you know that increasing customer retention by as little as 5% can improve your profitability by as much as 75%? If you're looking to increase your customer retention and profits, check out Small Biz Ahead's new ebook, Keep Customers Coming Back for More. This ebook will teach you how you can use the reciprocity principle to increase sales, how to increase social proof to help drive customer interest, and why creating a fear of missing out can encourage customers to buy from you. Head over to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. And we're back with Gene's Word of Brilliance. Three words, but one topic. Chemical activity barometer. Oh my gosh. How exciting is that? All right, you can turn off your podcast (laughs) right now. No, this is a very, very important thing that I think we need to all be aware of. Um, Look, Elizabeth, we all know we live in an age where chemicals are part of everything, right? I mean, I'm looking around this room right now. We have plastic bottles and styrofoam cups and laptops and lights. Everything is chemicals. Chemicals are all part of all that kind of stuff. Well, um, there is an organization. It's the the American Chemistry Council. And every uh, month, I believe, they come out with, it might be quarterly, so bear with me on this. They come up with what they call um, the chemical activity barometer. It's a metric. Most importantly, it's a leading indicator. The American Chemistry Council, um, you can Google this, uh, they, 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 they poll all of their members, which are all big chemical manufacturers and distributors and in the chemical industry, of their purchase orders, their orders, their backlog, their forecast that's coming up, their employment plans, um, profitability. I'm already asleep. Well, stop, <laughs> stop. They weave it all into this chemical activity barometer, and it turns out to be an excellent Excellent leading indicator that can tell you in advance if a potential slowdown or recession is coming. Now have I got your attention? If you're I running a business, I thought people stopped buying underwear. No, that's a whole other barometer that Alan Greenspan likes. That's not a bad one either. <laughs> but this chemical activity barometer is one that if you're a business owner. And your, your job is to always be looking ahead. Your job is to be making sure that you're aware of where things are going in case you have to make something. You have people working for you that are, that are relying on you making these decisions. If you follow just the chemical activity barometer, I believe that you will know, many economists believe this too, that in advance of a recession coming, you will have a tip-off that a slowdown could be coming because when the chemical industry starts slowing down, 
that right there is a is a you know, is foretelling uh, all other industries are going to be not too far behind it. So check it out if you want to know when the next recession is going to come. All right, we'll be back in a couple days with our next episode. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.